0: As you can see, we've had our eye on you for some time now, Mr. Anderson. It seems that you've been living two lives. In one life, you're Thomas A. Anderson, program writer for a respectable software company. You have a social security number, you pay your taxes, and you help your landlady carry out the Garbage. The other life is lived in computers where you go by the hacker alias Neo and are guilty of virtually every computer crime we have a law for. One of these lives has a future and one of them does not. I'm going to be forthcoming as I can be, Mr. Anderson. You're here because we need your help. We know that you've been contacted by a certain individual, a man who calls himself Morpheus. Whatever you think you know about this man is irrelevant. He is considered by most authorities to be the most dangerous man alive. Now, my colleagues believe that I'm wasting my time with you, but I believe you wish to do the right thing. We're willing to wipe the slate clean, give you a fresh start, and all that we're asking for in return is your cooperation and bringing a known terrorist to judgment.
1: Yeah. Wow, that sounds like a really good deal. But I got a better one. How about I give you the finger, <laughs> and you give me my phone call?
0: Hmm. Well, Mr. Anderson, you disappoint me.
1: You can't scare me with this Gestapo crap. I know my rights. I want my phone call.
0: Tell me, Mr. <laughs> Anderson, what good is a phone call if you're unable to speak?
2: Hmm. 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 Mmm! 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 Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. You can't handle the truth. King
0: Kong ain't got shit on me. I am the bird,
1: I am so much crazier I am the one who knocks. Go ahead. Make my day. day, Big Boy, huh? That's oh, Everybody on? Good. Great.
0: Welcome. Let us take our fraternity of assassins to heights reserved only for the gods of men. Because this is facing off. Uh, this is a podcast where we take two movies that we find to be similar in some way. If you don't know I'm quoting Wanted. Yeah, I'm quoting Morgan Freeman. I don't want to do a Morgan Freeman voice though. Uh, yeah, we take two movies that we find to be similar in some way and we compare, contrast, and rate them. Uh, my name is Gabe. And uh, my name is Hi Nick. Nick. How are you? Hi. I'm all right. How are you? Chilling, chilling. Uh, and we have such a special guest. We have the person who created me. In, or half of the per, <laughs> One half of the two people who created me. Uh, we got my mom. One on half of the two people? Yeah. So one person who created me. One half of each who of was them? responsible
2: for creating me. Hey, mom. <laughs> what's up? Oh,
1: I see. I got you. Okay.
2: Hi. What's up? Oh, I, I'm not gonna... I'm, I'm, I'm excited. This is my first podcast.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we are joined by Michelle Indiana. That's my mom's name. Uh, formerly legally known as Mickey Willow, uh, mm. for anyone who wanted any trivia on her. Uh, my mom is one of the reasons why I am a huge movie fan. Um, she watches a lot of movies. She watches a lot of TV uh, not always great, and not always the best opinion, but uh, we wanted to bring her on to express her opinions, so she has a platform instead of just uh, getting ridiculed by me all day.
2: That's right. How does that sound? He's being very generous. So you have to, to talk me.
0: into the microphone.
2: He's being very generous yeah. to me. I'm also that was very that tender to watch. That you-
0: yeah, that- <laughs> wanted. <laughs> Well, I think we saw Wanted together in theaters.
2: I told you, you're going to like this movie. I remember.
0: Yeah, so today we're doing uh, Wanted and The Matrix. And uh, in case you haven't seen either, I guess, like, spoiler alert uh, before we get into it. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I remember. Two
1: movies. Two movies
0: about. Two movies where bullets slow
1: down and (laughs) the fate of the world is decided by uh,
0: shadowy figures reading. Uh, binary code (laughs) yeah i guess that is i didn't even think of those two things um yeah i mean we chose these movies why did we choose these oh these movies are basically like (laughs) two two men are plucked away from their mundane lives to learn that there's something more at stake in the world um and they're both like plucked away by like badass women um what i said
1: plus what you said
0: yeah and they realize their full potential because they are like I thought in Wanted he was like the chosen one, but I guess he's not really. Um, But it's like similar to a certain degree, and it's about taking charge of your life, and like there's more meaning to what you thought before. If Um, by chosen
1: one, you mean, spoiler alert, the guy who uh, summons an
0: an army of CGI rats to. Yeah, dude, uh, like very obviously CGI'd rats. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, Nick, why don't you hit us with. The synopses, just in case anyone just forgot what happened in these two movies.
1: All right. All right, Mickey and Gabe. Michelle,
0: uh, please. Okay. Michelle. You okay. legally changed your name to Sorry. Mickey Willow. Therefore, it's on the table for anyone to call you Mickey for the rest okay, of your you life.
2: you can do it if you'd like. Okay, no, now no, I don't want to. Let's Michelle. just call her Michelle.
0: No. All right, <laughs> Shelly. Ooh, no, that
2: one I don't like. Yuck. I don't think anyone should right. like that.
1: Okay. <laughs> Wanted is the story of pathetic office loser Wesley, who is approached and enlisted by a secret fraternity of assassins to take their hit orders from a magic loom, the loom of fate. Loom is a fun word.
0: <laughs> loom is a fun word. Fruit of, of the, the loom.
1: F- loom. <laughs> did you just do? Uh, did you just do uh, an Agent Smith fruit of, fruit of fruit the loom. loom. <laughs> the loom of fate guides the assassins to kill an evil assassin who dun 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 is wesley's daddy the disillusioned wesley then uncovers that the fraternity is corrupt and the hit list isn't really as random and fate-based as we're told wesley turns the assassins onto the fraternity's sins and the assassin his assassin ally uh, her her name is the fox right yeah i think it's just fox 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 takes herself and the other assassins out, leaving the leader of the crew for Wesley
0: to snipe later. Oh, nice pun there. Is it? Did Wesley like snipes?
1: Oh, I did. Wow. <laughs> wow. I even...
0: That wasn't even purposeful. Great work. wasn't even purposeful.
1: That is actually a time
0: where you could say no pun intended. Because every time someone says no pun intended, they fucking intended. They intended
1: to pun. Yeah. And then they lied about it. Yeah. The matrix is one zero zero one zero 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 one zero 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 one zero one zero zero one zero zero one zero zero. Great synopsis. That's a great Yeah, that's great. I should have actually, uh, I was too lazy to come up with real binary code, but uh, The Matrix is, uh, while the world's population is harvested by a planet-wide network of machines for their bioelectricity, one man can rescue humanity from the digital prison that houses their minds and the robot overlords that keep them subservient and pacified in The Matrix.
0: Oh, we're not talking about the movie The Pacifier starring Vin Diesel?
1: No. No. (laughs) That would have been the exact same sentence, except I would have said subservient and pacified in the (laughs) The pacifier. (laughs) That's great.
0: All right. Great great quick synopses there. Very, very efficient. You're getting better and better at this. Um one one zero one one zero. Well mom, if you don't know, uh we break these movies down into five categories and uh we use a rating scale on each of these categories to determine how great these movies are. Uh our rating scale for each of the five categories is one to seven. Uh one is the lowest, meaning poor, two is well below average, three is slightly below average, four is average neutral, eh, I don't care. Uh, five is slightly above average. Six is well above average. So good. And seven is spectacular. So perfect. Bueno. Chef's kiss. Wah. Um I, I separated the noises that a chef does when yeah. they do that. Um, so I hope you that you guys enjoyed kiss, it.
1: That. So was the second like a normal romantic kiss? The
0: second part was mwah. Wah. No, but you also made a kiss sound. You said I went, chef's kiss, kiss mwah. sound. I, yeah, but I separated it out instead of as one thing. I did oh. <laughs> I did the Christopher Jeez. Nolan inception noise. Um, uh, anyways, <laughs> let us get into these categories. We got spectacularity, actoring, eye candy, originality, and legacy. Let's start it off with, since we're doing two action movies, Action-packed movies. Let's talk about spectacularity. Uh, we talk about uh, the engagement level of these movies. Whether you were fully engaged, or you were a little bored or distracted at times, uh, worried about runtime. You know, how did the movie work for you, uh, Mom? Let's start with you, Michelle. Which, which movie? Let's On do. The spot. Let's
2: do uh, the Matrix. Matrix is a seven. I, I think. It hits the road running. That whole sequence with, um, what's her name? Uh, the, 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 Carrie Ann the, Moss? Yeah, but uh, what was her character's name? Oh, Trinity. 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 Where she's like being chased and they're telling her. That scene is great. And then, so soon afterwards, you're in that scene that you guys did in the intro, where suddenly the mouth gets like glued together, and, oh, it's and so you're gross. like, "It's so disgusting!" And you're like, you're, I, "My eyes were popping out of my head." So it's like it's it it goes. It, I'm, I was totally engaged. I was going to give it. No, I couldn't give it a lower score. It's it was just like everything about it was well done um uh engaging um uh and surprising I mean it came out mm. a while ago and it was I guess they like developed still holds a, up. yeah yeah I guess they developed a whole lot of special effects and stunts and all that and CGI and they just developed so many things that well we'll talk more about it when we talk about legacy but it just like it just hits you wham 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 so
0: yeah like the band wham
2: like the band wham i don't yeah. know the band wham
0: what do you mean yeah what's the famous song uh uh it's in deadpool um like over and over in deadpool now i'm blanking on it i'll figure i'll figure it out by the you end mean of this the band episode. with
1: george michael
0: yeah
2: yeah who knows what? anything about that the other like okay another thing that <laughs> happens early on this is gonna is be when in my head the, all day when he gets that bug put in him right from the beginning oh He's yeah bug put in like I comes inside about his that. body and you're like what
0: well it's kind of crazy because they put the bug in him and then they kind of eliminate the bug in the next scene or like yeah. maybe like f- like really realistically like eight minutes later which like it makes sense because the Smiths or the uh, the agents basically. Uh, misunderstood how important Neo was. So they put that bug in him, not thinking that the other people would really going to go and save him from that. It's still yeah. funny that you get this, like, that bug should be this, like, oh, no, he's got this bug in him. It's so terrifying. And, like, the next scene, they pull it out and kill him. I it. found myself thinking way too much because I've seen this as, like, maybe the fifth time
1: I've seen The Matrix, thinking way too much about the logistics of things. Like, why do they need to put a bug in him? You know,
0: because they the only reason why this agents don't kill Neo, especially since he's a hacker and he's a threat, is because they know right. that they can get to Morpheus through him. So they put a bug on him because they think he they think he's like an idiot, like a good hacker, but, it's but a, an idiot. But
1: it's a computer program. So why? Why the bug? You know, why couldn't they just track his like digital signal?
0: I don't know. Maybe the bug is the only way to do it because we see it as like a metallic bug but maybe that itself is its own program or something in the computer. Right, but
1: couldn't they just have like given him an armband or something? No, you because, they the, Nick, they did it there? because of a movie,
0: because it's sick and it's fun to watch.
2: They, they Yes, partially because that, and partially because that's when he starts to really, really get that something weird is happening to him. Yeah, I
0: you mean... almost need that for the like sinister reality of that and yep. and him to like really, like it, for They're plot. Like, it Here, really that's that's, that's my answer, for plot.
2: It was really in me and then he goes, ew.
0: For plot and engagement. Like that's literally <laughs> the only reason they put that in there. No. Uh, I gave it, I
1: really want to give it a seven, but I felt like I had to give it a six because I know that the movie's not for everyone. Hmm. Like, we all, like, I was, I totally agree, Michelle. Like, I think it was, okay. like, for me, the Matrix is on it if that happens. 100% engaging all the way through. But uh, I do think that for some people it might drag. The exposition is so dialogue heavy yeah. that if you accidentally tune out, you miss things that you need to know. They don't really like spoon feed it to you later on with most things, but that that, just
0: means that you should be paying attention,
1: exactly. No, totally, but I just don't think that everyone is, nor would everyone want to.
0: However, for me
1: personally, it's a seven plus. I love, I love them, I love the matrix, but I had to drop it, I had to drop it a point.
0: I think that's, I think that's fair to say. I mean, for me, like I was hovering between the two because I was trying to be objective to a certain degree, although I think that this movie really is for everyone. I don't think that everyone's going to love it as much as we do, but I think that anyone could watch this movie and appreciate how good it is, Uh, especially just when it came out. It was just so uh, revolutionary um i think what really helps it in engagement is kind of the things that you were talking about i think the fact that it's so thought-provoking and that you're like you like the more you watch it the more you kind of want to break it down and be like oh well this is silly it's like oh that means i'm really paying attention to this movie Um, i
1: still always always think about every time i eat steak i think of the scene where cypher eats steak it's
0: same about like how juicy every it
1: is I literally every single time I eat steak. I would I'm do like, the
0: same thing as him if I couldn't have steak. I I mean, I, there are other food. There are like certain foods that like if I couldn't ever have them again, I'd be like, nah, I guess I'll kill everyone just so I could <laughs> like go back to the major. I guess I'll sell out humanity. And I got to say one thing that helps the score that I wanted to highlight um, is I forgot how good the the score, the musical score of this movie is, it is so incredibly engaging. Um, it gets really intense and like eerie with the violins when the bug is getting put in him. Um, just the music and filming when they go in, when they're going into the matrix, when cypher, like, uh, betrays them and it's spinning around the phone and it's spinning around the room and showing them all getting plugged in and it's like kind of like the fight club sound uh like soundtrack whenever they're like uh, doing project mayhem stuff is oh, really yeah. cool and that um I'd say for me the reason why it's a 7 is I just love reliving a lot of scenes in this movie. Like every time I get to see the scene where there's the opening with Trinity, I'm like, I get chills. Cause it's so cool. Cause they just like copied that so much afterwards. The whole sparring program is really cool. And like his whole training is awesome. Um, everything in the Oracle's apartment is just so engaging to me. Um, and then just like the lobby shootout at the end is so absurd. Like one of the best action set pieces of all time. So I'm going to give it a seven, but I do, I do kind of appreciate that it like, like, for most people, it would be like a five or a six.
2: So I wanted to make a comment about this exposition. You know, it's it, it's a a thinking kind of... It's good sci-fi in that, in my mind, it isn't good sci-fi if it's just space opera. That's why I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. It's yeah. more like... Oh. it's. I know, we won't go there, but... But, you went uh, there. Yeah, we we went. I've, I've seen them all, but you know, but I like this kind of thing where you're thinking about something. And I was looking it up, and there's something like 6.5 million articles written about the spiritual aspects of this movie. Yeah. I'll now it's not it a well-formed cool. spiritual thing, but the whole, but. And unfortunately, they didn't follow it up and go deeper into the, the meaning and the nihilism and the what is the meaning of life and what's really behind it. And and it was a pretty negative, like, you know, we know reality is weird and um, and then it's like, oh, no, we're all like plugged into these machines to create electricity it's not a it's not a nice way of looking at. yeah but it also
0: just kind of needs exposition in that way um sorry to cut you off mom uh let's move on to i uh, i
1: wrote exposition in like three different ones of these categories so we will continue to talk about
0: this yeah yeah we should talk about that um uh, let's talk about wanted um wanted spectacularity uh what was the engagement like for that um
1: I'm I'm know. at a 4. Yeah, let's hear I it. I think it's fun it's fun enough um but I ultimately think that it falls short beyond just being sort of fun because like I don't care at all about the plot. Like it's not <laughs> it's not meaningful enough that like the the twist that like it's like they're not good and the loom isn't really fate it is like not doesn't really hit you or even
0: the twist that he's kills his own yeah, dad. Because no shit. It's just not if, if they're meaningful. all killers, if they're all people that kill other people and they're also doing it erroneously, the the loom is gonna recognize that they are bad people that need to be taken out of the world. So like yeah. that plot is just like, yeah, sure. Yeah, but <laughs>
2: that's what it was. The Loom recognized it right. and then they started and then they started um he started just making it up. I this is where I'm going to disagree with you. Too. I think that the strongest point in this movie was the spectacularity, and I get I it, it, you hit it right from the beginning. You know, you got this dweeby guy, and suddenly he's with the assassins, and there's great special effects. I I, I great I think, yes. special effects. <laughs> yes, I liked them. Okay, I found it really outside of the rats, though, right. I, I I found it really entertaining. Not deep, stupid, actually, stupid story. But nonetheless, I watched it carefully, and and so I'm giving it a six. It kept my attention. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the visuals. I uh, I mean, yes, there's big holes in the plot, but we're not talking about the plot. We're just talking about like well, engagement here. So, our, so our this way. is something, yeah, but it, it kind of comes into play because
0: we talk about whether we're distracted by something. So if there are holes in the plot, like maybe we're going to be distracted by it while watching. I don't know. For me, I'm actually somewhere in between both of you guys. I, I do find this movie to be pretty fun. I like rewatching it. It's really not that bad of a movie. Um, and it was definitely no. really exciting when it came out, um, even though it's like a random director from Kazakhstan. Uh, <laughs> like, good for him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, He's got
1: a couple of, like movies that are
0: in the action realm. Yeah, like f-
1: like people who are like big action movie buffs, like people yeah,
0: I would watch. I, I would, watch but they're, they're foreign language him. films.
1: They're they're not in English.
0: I mean, he does a serviceable job, like turning it into like a kind of fun action. I will say there are some things that pull me out so quickly in this movie. Like, r- are they all the rats? The f- what?
1: I'm really stuck on the rats. Thing. Well, no, the, the, rats the rats is like I,
0: I'm going to talk that <laughs> about that more in eye candy, but I do think it was like distractingly bad the the rats. And, and there's another scene too, <laughs> but honestly. The opening crawl of this movie, the like the text at the beginning, is so dumb. If you really oh, read yeah. it like out loud, thousands of years ago, a group of weavers formed an assassin clan and saved the world <laughs> from chaos. And they called themselves the fraternity. Like who are they? Sigma? <laughs> it's like a mad Sig lib. or something. You <laughs> They're like, dude, literally, we're fucking tau, and we're we. It literally and we sounds kill, like bro. it sounds
1: like a mad lib.
0: I'm going to fucking slay these chicks and then I'm going to go kill these targets. Um, (laughs) uh, Also the monologues. I think the first time you watch it, the monologue is like kind of good with James McAvoy, but now it's like almost like super cringy. The stuff he's saying, Um, I gotta say uh,
1: hundred percent of the things he says are cringy.
0: So cringy. I mean, especially the very end where he's like, what the fuck have you done lately? I'm like, uh, slam my computer shut." um yeah but, i was uh, like
1: dude it's like nine o'clock dude i'm about Tuesday. to go to
0: sleep i just ate some carrots <laughs> like what's your deal man I mean, uh, me alone i also like since i brought up the score for the matrix danny elfman did the score it's like one of the lamest 2000 2000 action movie scores it sounds exactly like spider-man 2 except for without like the fun shit that Danny Elfman the, did. What there.
1: about the song that Danny Elfman wrote for? Oh my for, god. The like the, pop rock song. The,
0: the pop rock song that plays when it <laughs> like, whatever he's like waking up and
1: stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will say that though,
0: one? this movie to keep you engaged, I think it has some decent comedy. I think like they they yeah. have fun with the story like The ATM machine is like, you have insufficient funds. You're an asshole or something like (laughs) stuff like that is kind of funny. I think James McAvoy is kind of funny in certain parts when he's just like, I'm sorry. Like, I actually laugh at some of that. Um, The action is just so preposterous, but it's fun. So, like, I I don't know. It's fun to watch. I think the end is, is really dumb, but it's like. It's like a fun story. I'm going to give it a four because I think it's really average, but I I don't find it special. And I way. think that
1: for me to move it up higher, to move it up to a five, it would just have to have some of those like more goofy elements removed from it. Like like the opening crawl. If the opening crawl was let's let's see them. Let's see the Assassin's Creed. It yeah, well. they
0: were they like if you started out with the guy who was supposedly his dad in that scene where he jumps from the window, like that's a fucking sick scene. Do that, mm-hmm. and you get to show that like bullets bend, like just do that. I'm hooked. But the, I, I don't know, I, I, we're being a little nitpicky, but at the same time, it's like these are just things that took me out of it this time. And I, I think maybe when I saw it first in theaters, it was probably like a five. Um, yeah, but, uh, average is fine for this it's average I'm not trying to movie. yuck
1: we are not yucking anyone's yum hey
0: fuck your yums alright let's do um, <laughs> uh, let's go to actoring next uh, actoring is where we talk about the performances but not only the performances um, did the writers and the directors give these actors the tools that they needed uh, to perform at the best of their abilities since we were just ranting on wanted for a while mom why don't you start with actoring for wanted
2: Okay, so uh, the only thing that I, the only acting I liked was James McAvoy. I thought that, you know, you you said part of the actoring is, did the director, the writers, give them anything to work with? These are like two-dimensional, cookie-cutter, you know, villains or heroes or, you know, I mean. And so Angelique Jolie gets to just walk around looking sexy and mysterious. Yeah, she does. Melania Trump thing. Whoa, and, uh, okay, head, don't head, head downplay it, up. don't, <laughs> what are you doing? No, and, and there was like, mystery. there was nothing, <laughs> There it was like, at best, a four. I thought, I really liked the, all the faces that James McElvey makes. I like the, I'm sorry, I like these, like, the, the faces where he looks so distressed and then, you Like know, the vein
0: it, pops out yeah, of his head. the vein yeah. pops
2: out yeah. of his head. I had seen, you know, a couple He's of so movies good that. with him before. And I, I, so I thought he was... Pretty good. I enjoyed it. And when I was watching it again, so this is maybe the third time I've seen it, I still think his acting was engaging in this weird... I mean, he plays this neurotic weasel so well, you know? And the scene where that woman... One of the actually good cameo scenes is his boss, Janet, Janice, with, a, yeah. with uh, the stapler at his ears. Oh, thing, my kind of fucking cringes. God! <laughs> <And she's, yeah. laughs> she was great, and his response to it was great. And, I, of course, <laughs> I, I like it when he like hits his best friend on the side of the head with his keyboard. You yeah, know? <laughs> oh, okay, except, like,
0: and I was going to save this for eye candy, but except for when the fucking keys are in the air and they say, Fuck you. I'm like, dude, give me a break. What the fuck is happening here? Well, that's here?
2: the eye candy part. I'm I think that's about actually the yeah. actoring part yeah. of that. Yeah, you just brought it up. Yeah, I know. See, okay. So so I would say, like, I, I would give it, like, a. Um, I'd give it. I don't know how to give it an act because, like, he was good and everybody else kind of was average to suck. So i probably give it a four.
0: I think it's a little easier for me, like, One big issue I have with this movie, and I think you were alluding to it, Mom, is, like, the character writing's really bad. Um, There's not... I mean, there's development with his character. There isn't really with any other character. Um, But I also just, like, I I don't believe the character. Even Wesley. Like, I don't don't get him. At the beginning... Like, no person... And I know there are pathetic people out there, and I'm so sorry that your life sucks. But, like... I no one is that complicit with like everything that's or complacent with everything that's happening in their life like his is it's like he knows his his girlfriend's cheating on him and like he knows he has no money no like all that like it's just (laughs) not a believe it's like too pathetic and then like it exists it his life is pathetic solely so
1: that you as the audience can find out that his life is pathetic yeah exactly it's like
0: it's not real it's like stop treating the audience as if we're actually part of the movie you know
2: but you know so, so, the thing is is that he's got some kind of an anxiety disorder, so yeah, no fucking right? shit, all right. And you know, later on, we find out it's because his heart rate goes up to four hundred or whatever. That would freak you out. But so you you see him as this chronically anxious person who's having panic attacks all the time and that might be why he's so complacent and going I, okay along. but okay but my my
0: thing is more like the way that they show us these things are not grounded in like reality and they're not like believable uh or or things that we can relate to so like one one instance of this is to show that his life really sucks he's really poor so they show it to you by him going to an atm machine he has no he has insufficient funds in his atm machine but when he's feeling confident he goes to the atm machine and uh voila the next day he has three million dollars as if that's a fucking possibility that any bank has ever like allowed that to happen without like tracking him (laughs) and then two days later or you know a couple months later when he's not when he's down and out again it's just like they show the bank and he's got 14 bucks which also doesn't make any fucking sense um but my point is it's like this is just really shallow character writing and i and i think he does the most with it he's having so much fun with it um and he does like the, his his voice doesn't always sound like that in movies, so it's cool. Like he does that pathetic voice very well, <laughs> but it just it does in one
1: other movie.
0: What's the other least. one?
1: Uh, um, oh man, nope. Like I keep Chronicles wanting to of say splice. No, no, no. I keep wanting to say splice. split. Oh, split? Yeah, but yeah, that's one like of the one voices of the characters sounds be, like that,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I the thing is, is like he does the most with it. But unfortunately, the other characters, even if Angelina Jolie tried, like she's really cool in this movie, but she doesn't have much to work with. Morgan Freeman is just mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman. Common is just Common. You know, Chris yeah. Pratt is good, but he he's... he's Chris just Pratt's Chris kind Pratt. of just Pratt. funny. Yeah. He's just like a goofy... He was the Chris he's Pratt just... that we knew before Parks and Rec, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm giving it... I think uh, I'm hovering between a two or a three. All
1: right. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to go three as well, but kind of putting it back into the frame of like what the movie was intended to be I'm gonna go for because I do think that it's although it's not I don't think it's the worst written I don't think that it's the worst acted I don't I do think that it's directed well like there was a vision to it yeah and and he and he generally try, kind of succeeded in doing that but I don't think the vision was for you to to think that anybody is particularly good in the movie. I find James McAvoy to be sort of annoying in the movie. I just don't like his American accent in this. But it's yeah. but you're right though. It's not always what he does when he does an American accent.
0: Yeah, it's a little different. Um, yeah, he he tends to do
1: something different. But but to to speak to your point, I think that yes, you make some little minor tweaks, and this movie is really good if you can if you make those little changes. Like if you like like. Uh, you know, maybe he goes and sees a therapist, or 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 someone, you yeah, know, like, someone's I've prescribing him new medication because he's like, "Hey, it doesn't work. Like, I'm still getting anxious." You know, maybe that's how you explain to the audience and not having you know the voiceover and and the the like. I don't know. The information dropped the way. I, tot- it is. I totally it agree work. with that
0: point. That's a good way to put it. I'm gonna give it a three, just only slightly below average because I, I I do think like they're doing the most with what they have. Um, yeah. Uh, and I don't Again, think it's, like, it's particularly just, bad.
1: No, this is just a really easy movie, I think, to nitpick. Yeah, definitely. And that's, like, what we do, but, but like, it, it's it's really not that bad of a movie. Yeah. It's just really, really easy to nitpick at it.
0: Well, let's talk about The Matrix, because I, I don't think okay. The Matrix is at, that easy with actoring either. Uh, no. And I don't no, no. know. Like, I... I'm kind of hovering between. This is the only one that I think is really hurt in the movie, and I and I don't I don't mean to say that this movie's bad at all acting wise or character writing or any of that. I just don't think it's like the strongest part of this movie. Even though Neo and Trinity and Morpheus and even Agent Smith are just such like original, unique characters, like that is great. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, Keanu is fine at being like a perplexed person. you, you know, I'm not like. I'm I'm glad that the character isn't too charismatic or the actor isn't because like no. Will Smith was almost Neo and like, I, that movie would have fucking sucked and did I either know of the, you
1: look at, at the IMDb yeah
0: and see how
1: many actors were p- either passed this off well or but the the big one was it.
0: Will Smith and he talks about it all the time but yeah, like yeah. I know it's a regret for him but like holy shit this movie would have sucked with him and we would have never gotten, gotten more, Wild Wild West. I don't think you understand how important <laughs> that movie is. God, to me. I hate you. All right, I'm moving on. But uh, you know, I I just every time I watch this movie, I fall more and more in love with the performance that Carrie Ann Moss does for Trinity. I just oh, think right. she's so fucking cool, and you feel a lot of the emotions that she's subduing the entire way through. Um, also, you have Hugo Weaving and Lawrence Fishburne are are literally giving it their all they're just so like i'm sure that the characters that they played on paper were cool but not as ridiculous as they made them out to be and like you know i love lawrence fishburne like when they're sparring where he's like come on stop trying to hit me and hit me and then like every time he's getting beat up he's like um (laughs) he's just having fun with the character and hugo (laughs) weaving is amazing um and all the other side characters are, are pretty good. I, you know, no one, none of the side characters except for Cypher, who's like not even a side character. Cause Joey pants is in so much of the movie. Like, I, I mean, I, I, guess there's the one like Tyler Salstrom. And I always say the not like this, not like this, uh, for, uh, what's her switch. The, oh, yeah. the other girl, um, those guys are okay. Like and Mouse, Tank? I thought was really cool when I was a kid, but like he kind of sucks. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm hovering between a five or a six. I I could go
2: up to a six. Well, I I would give it a six, and I thought like everybody does a really good job. I think Keanu Reeves, the art of picking somebody to typecast within their range, <laughs> he has had a really good career. You know, <laughs> starting with whatever that one, Ted and Bill and Ted. Yeah. I mean, he he <laughs> plays the same roles sort of all the time. But it, if you select, there's certain actors and actresses that are just kind of, I know they're actors now, but anyhow, that- Whoa, uh, PC. Uh, 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 that that just- if they, Didn't they, help
0: it, that you did quotes around it.
2: <laughs> uh, that they, it didn't that they, help they, that you said that she did quotes around hey, it. I no know one will <laughs> know how much- No one can see this. this
0: prejudicial person my mom is just kidding she's a good (laughs) person
2: but but i'm just old but you know um but but, you know he he was perfectly cast for this but you know there were some real i mean joey pants is so great in this role you know and it's like you said that steak scene like every time you eat steak it's like him going yum 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 and you know or when he like
0: jumps up on uh on neo when he's like on the phone with trinity uh-huh. and he's just kind of oh, yeah. like talking like a little girl in in her room like talking to her friends about some boy it's great
2: yeah and and um the oracle that was another really oh, good what's uh, her name character. gloria foster
0: she's so good <laughs>
2: she's so good and i mean and all the main characters are really good i think i mean i hover between a six and a seven of this i don't think this is like great 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 actoring but the, the but the this is like an example of really good casting. You know, yeah. they really, the, the twins, did a really good job of selecting. I don't know who did the casting. It's probably not them, but they had a hand in everything, I'm sure. Yeah, It was just like everybody played their roles great. I can't imagine any improvement on any of the roles. I mean, so, so six or seven, I don't know.
1: I push I'll,
0: I'll, it. I'll, I'll go up to a six. What about you, Nick?
1: I almost go seven. And, and it's because the Wachowski twins, like they worked on this for half a decade at a minimum.
0: Yeah. To, to make I'll send the, you a podcast where this guy, the producer of this talks about it. It's really fascinating.
1: That, that would be awesome. I would listen to that after doing some, some relatively deep diving for this. Like, they spent so much time making this reality a re- like a reality like they spent so much time digging into philosophy into psychology into into creating this like world and then trying to make sure that their vision like worked and they had all of these different actors they wanted they had all of these different um script iterations that they went through and like you can just it's like palpable how um how deliberate what they what they're trying to do is. And like I don't know if they rewrote it because Keanu ended up being the one, you know The one, uh, yeah being the one. Yeah. Uh the, the one that literally one. cast it as the one. Uh I don't know if they I don't know if they rewrote it, but he doesn't say more than five sentences until his monologue toward the end. Yeah. His first, like, um, I, I want to say, like, a fourth or a third of his first fifty lines are questions. Yeah, it's true. Because he's because they were told by the studio, no you way. have to do, you have to do exposition. You need to drop exposition in this. Your vision is amazing, but no one's gonna understand it. So you've got yeah. to have exposition. And I don't know if that was what made them rewrite Keanu's character, if it was his own limitations as an actor. And they were like, this guy can't... Yeah, I'm
0: not positive. We can't things.
1: have this guy say more than five sentences until the very
0: end. Oh, uh, yeah, he's and not let, a dialogue-driven actor.
1: Let's make sure he's asking a lot of questions, because he looks like a guy that would ask a lot of questions. Well,
2: his, also, his name is... I just, his name is Neo. He doesn't know yeah. what's going on. He's a new, he's new. person. He's oh. you
0: know, he doesn't know anything... he's a novice Uh, I just think that it it, like
1: no no one is phoning it in there isn't a single character that's phoning it in and no one is bad like you guys said but I think that it borders on a seven and I I might just end up going seven just based on the fact that like this is a vision the writing the directing the way that the actors are taking what they were given and like just being like nope this is this is what I got this is I'm going to give it everything I got. Uh,
0: I, yeah. I don't know. Well, no, well put. Um, so that was a seven from Nick. Is that a seven from you mom? Yeah. And then a six from me. Um, let's talk about eye candy. Let's talk about all the visual elements of these movies. Uh, let's, uh, let's start with the matrix. Um, here's one that I actually, and I, you know, over time you kind of think that like a sci-fi movie is going to just like diminish in value in terms of it's like, uh, it's eye candy. um, I don't think this did at all uh, for me. You know, there are little things that kind of don't age as well over time. But overall, this is visually stunning in every way. Like, I think um, the opening is so cool with the numbers on the screen and how it goes into it. And then everything in the Matrix at that point is all green tinted because they're existing within those numbers. Um, I think everything is so smooth, the way the movie works and the way everything looks looks visually Um, pleasing. Um, So many of the shots are really cool. Like I, I didn't realize like how good the cinematography was in this movie, but there are, there's just, there's cool editing with it. Like sometimes there'll be like a security camera footage and they zoom into that camera and and you become part of that like TV footage. There's like anytime they go, they drop into the matrix or they drop into a different program. um, It looks really cool. The costuming is great the shot of the two pills and the sunglasses is so iconic and cool. Yeah. The shot of him, you know, bending on the roof is so iconic and cool. Like such a cool way to show how like bullets move in like their, uh, kinetic energy. Um, I, I think that it's just like the visual representation. There are certain things that just like stick in my mind forever. And one of them is like, I've been haunted my whole life by that visual representation of all the humans being harvested in those like pots, and it's like fields, <laughs> yeah, it's like that. What a fucking disturbing way to show that! That a lot of movies might only use CGI and like make it not look good. This one is just it leaves this imprint on you. So this is I, this is a pretty yeah. hard seven for me. Really, you went seven? I
1: I think the, you br- the
0: shots are so good in this movie,
2: and that, I didn't did we realize did we that. what what well, you're gonna
0: answer.
1: That's fair. Did you – I braced myself for for thinking I, – I, before I went in, I braced myself like, okay, the robots might look bad. Like, I haven't seen this movie in a
0: while. Oh, The robots like might look bad.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, they, and make it – and might take me out. And then I got to the robots, and I was like, oh, those don't look bad. Yeah, it's not bad I don't at even
0: understand how that CGI is held up when, like, other movies – I don't know either. It I was
1: like genuinely surprised by how well that held up. I it, really thought going, I was like, the robots are going to look bad. I'm just going to yeah. be okay
0: with it. <laughs> I was worried about the visual quality of this movie, honestly, rewatching it. Um, but I, I was more <laughs> impressed with it this watch than I have been in any other watch. Mostly because of these, these insane shots. Uh, yeah,
1: I mean, the fight scenes are the best in any American movie. Don't at me.
0: Yeah, don't better. at like, me. I'm not. Other than my like mind. MCU movies, mm, dude,
2: I think it might be better.
0: Yeah, I mean the sparring scene, maybe
2: the sparring scene because it's like real so fighting. The sparring scenes are so fun, but you know, it is like the little details, like the reflection in the in the mirror. I mean, in the mirrored sunglasses and stuff like that, that make yeah. this like really pop. You know, um, they. Um, uh, you know, it's very noir, it's very dark, yeah. it's all you know, it's like you're you're like in this dark world that's part of a darker world. And and I just I I I think I've seen it I've probably seen it eight or ten times. I it's like oh, it's a you've seen it more than that. Mine. I've seen it like twenty times. And Okay, I don't think I've seen it 20 times, but it's probably one of the movies I've seen most. It's like it, and 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 you're right. The visuals you know, I think I had to see it at least 3 times before I wondered before I understood what was happening with the harvesting. I, I really mm. you know, and then when Ugh. the stuff starts popping off his back, I, I it's just like it was, you know, and, and then he's like, you know, like a, you know ball I, I you know it it for some but it's so engaging it's like you said it's really haunting that, that scene there's so many scenes where um you know when, i i love the scene where where he he's when he's the one and he's just kind of taking the bullets and Oh, when he cocks his when he cocks his head and then the bullets drop, it's pretty cool because yeah. he's just like what? Well, you know, he's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's a perfect Keanu Reeves thing. You know, he's just kind of look at and and then meanwhile the green stuff is streaming. You know, the code yeah. is streaming, and he's just kind of, you know, it's just it, it. It's a hard seven for me. Sick, <laughs> sick, like mother,
0: like mother, like son. Uh, what about you, Nick?
2: I went. I went
0: six. Oh, went you six. fuck! Let, let's rewatch it. I'll point out everything that's great about it.
2: He that's li- fair. He, he like he he likes to lowball things. So
0: no, yeah. no. I mean, he gave a higher one for acting. <laughs> yeah. I like the uh, I like the fact that you kind of
1: mentioned it. The something I didn't know about this movie is that the uh, the tinting.
0: Yeah, it's that purposeful. It's, it's
1: green in the Matrix, blue in real life, and yellow when it's a simulation.
0: Yep. Yeah, and it's like easy it's so cool cuz we've we've talked about this so many times like sometimes tinting can be cool and there are certain directors that use it really well and sometimes it's just annoying like uh Zack Snyder um yeah but with this there's a lot of intention to it and like maybe that's a little gimmicky for some people but I I think it it's so cool.
1: Well, I just think that it works because this whole like Julie had never seen this movie, so I got to watch someone watch this for the first time, and she was, she was like, like, "Boo!" No, she was like, "Wait, what?
0: Oh, oh wait,
1: hold on, what?" <laughs> I mean, it was just like it's it just a, a lot. To, yeah, it's a lot to take in uh, the first time you watch it. Like, it's just a really intense idea. Oh, I mean, I I have full-on panic
0: attacks every time I watch this movie. I'm not joking about that. Like, I get in, I have, like, existential panic attacks sometimes, like, I have to, like, (laughs) have, like, CBD or, like, a drink or something when I watch this movie. It really, this (laughs) concept is something I can't stop thinking about.
1: I really think the robots kind of messed up. Like, they didn't harvest any animals.
0: Yeah, I mean, they could have gotten more energy and not had to put the animals through this fucking mental ruse, you know? Yeah, where they, they could hack. just have, like,
1: yeah. animals. But then you wouldn't have a just story. Like, I
0: think the point was that humans have, a de- like, their brain power yeah. That's has, what, like, then more it,
1: Yeah, energy. then my brain went there. I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe the maybe the robots were just really, really vengeful.
0: I mean, it could be that. It's definitely, like like, That's killing your maker. And then I think the other side of it is, like, they're talking about, like, the brain power that comes... The the shit that comes from your brain. Um, That's true.
1: As Morgan Freeman taught taught us and Lucy,
0: if you were able to use all of that brain, you could, I don't know, walk through walls and shit. Uh, Exactly. Wait, so that's six for Nick, seven for me, and seven for my mother. Uh, Let's talk about Wanted eye candy. Um, Well, besides the CGI rats, I think it's great. Oh, great. Interesting.
1: I mean, it's fine. Care
0: to uh, further that comment?
1: It's a, well, it's a little bit video gamey, uh you know? Very
2: video gamey, but a good video game. A well-done video game. What
0: video know? game have you ever
2: played? I've watched you play games. <laughs> That's true. Um, but, uh, <laughs> and I've watched representations of video games and movies and stuff. You know, there were some really cool scenes in, 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 in one of them. I, I think the I'm whole wanting. train... We're in Wanted, right? The whole yeah. train hanging off the side of the mountain I, and and they're running. Through. I thought, and actually several of the scenes where oh, they're going around the corner yeah. and they're running on the trains and he, he, while yeah. they're trying to teach. I liked those scenes. Don't. Not no, do no,
0: no, no, no. I, 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 when we were talking about this the other day, you were mentioning the train scene. I think the train on the mountain, when it like falls in the canyon is really cool but I think the vi- the visuals, I, and I'll talk about it in a second, are bad with the other, the training sequ- sequence. But
2: I, I, I kind of like those training scenes. And I'll tell you, um, uh, there was one other thing. Uh, let's see, I can...
1: I just kind of think about the way
2: that it, it looked when I first saw it. And I was like, okay, this is fun. Well, yeah. see, and I first saw it in the movie theaters a long time ago. Um, it, there was things about it that were unique. The, the stuff that bending the bullet was kind of cool watching that i really liked the scene near the end where she shoots through all their heads it's ridiculous and the, but I, and the bullet I, says like goodbye on it yeah, yeah it's it's ridiculous but i kind of thought that was a cool scene where they're all like falling over so i i i gave this a a, a five
0: i mean i agree i the 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 visual things in this movie are like the most creative parts of it, you know, like the warped vision that they have when they are, uh, when their, uh, heart rate is at 400 beats per minute, which I, let's not talk about that, but, um, (laughs) freaks you out. (laughs) Well, no, it's just, no, it's just absurd. Just fucking say it's like 250. Don't say 400. Um, but (laughs) like the warped, the warped view is kind of cool. And like, Say like for instance, when the guy jumps out of the building and the- gl- and the glass is like on his face, like he yeah. it's like is that's really cool, and they do it later with Wesley when he when he jumps in um like that stuff is cool, and the bending the bolts is like it's a way to make this movie stand out from other action movies, and it's done in a visual like it's absurd, but it's really cool looking like that's a good way to do that. I think the problem is like some of it is just too corny to me visually, you know, like sometimes it's like the slow-mo action scenes are a little too corny. The like train sequence when he's, when he's uh, training with Angelina Jolie, I don't know if you noticed, but there's a part where it zooms out and it shows Angelina Jolie running. And it's so clearly a CGI character running. Like it doesn't look like a real person. And then the background for whatever reason, they're like on a train, but the green screen is like, a sunset that doesn't look at all believable. So it's like it's very CGI background that you takes what me the out movie of it.
1: Reminds me of, and this is not.
0: I'm not trying to poo poo
1: um, another country's cinema, especially when that cinema makes more money than our country's cinema does. But it it reminds me of a Bollywood. Like if you ever watch Bollywood, yeah, action like flick?
0: especially yeah, Bolly, Bollywood action movies for sure.
1: It reminds me of a Bollywood action movie, and <laughs> yeah. some like the like the like the, the the stupid bullet around in a circle killing everybody thing is like that's like something that you'd be like top ten funniest like clips in a Bollywood movie, and then it'd be some guy <laughs> saying like a good point. "fuck us all." And yeah. then shoot everyone in a circle or, or something he's like, like. Fuck that. the code. Yeah, but, um, I, but
2: I thought that was some of the best <laughs> acting of the. Actor. I mean, it was... when they like got hit in the head and they die, I think some of the best acting in the oh, movie. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I do like what is... Angelina <laughs> i is. <laughs> I like when she falls behind James McAvoy and she's like in slow motion and like fuzzy, like not in focus. That's
0: a that's yeah. a kind of a cool shot. Yeah, some of that you no, know, some of it is definitely cool. I, I also just think like I, I don't know. there, there are something so we've talked about this before with other movies. I think we talked about it in a simple favor. I really hate when memory scenes are are in a weird tint and look very, very fake. This is something we've talked about, but, like... Oh, you do? Yeah. I mean, it's so (laughs) fucking... When it goes to Angelina Jolie's, like, background with that, like, serial killer guy, it's just, like, looks so silly. Like, it looks like a fucking, like, shitty Lifetime movie when they do that. Um, (laughs) Also, there are costumes in the... This is based off of a comic book. There are costumes Mm -hmm. in the comics. Like, I want to fucking see some costumes. If you're going to get served with the bullets, don't be, like... Oh, we're not. We're gonna get absurd. with The bullets are gonna bend, but we're not gonna look like supervillains. Okay, that's like not grounded in reality. <laughs> um, but everyone anyways.
1: is going to take a take a long nap in a bath full of milk that heals your body. Yeah, it's like
0: wax I milk. I
1: know it's wax, but
0: uh, it is. It's like it's but like not your
1: little... nose. But not your nose because every time James McAvoy comes out. His nose is still kind of broken, right here.
0: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Every that time he healed. comes out of the well, because he can't keep his nose under wax. the So thing. are
2: those CGI tattoos on Angelina Jolie? I think
0: some of them are. She has tattoos, but I think that I remember them being like they were like fake tattoos. Anyways, I I was just gonna say like I'm I'm not I'm not gonna hate too much on the movie. Like there are little things no. that bother me, but it's still visually a cool movie. So I don't I'm like slightly how... below average.
1: I don't like how wet everyone's mouth and face and neck is in Oh, look, like
0: James McAvoy is so wet in this movie. Like, he's <laughs> sweaty or he's covered in wax. There's Why a part is everyone when he, moist as hell? There's I a part when it. he puts on his jeans and he's literally fucking soaking <laughs> wet just, on his body. It's like, dude, buddy, dry off, then <laughs> put moist. your jeans on. Hey Anyways. man,
1: you're moist as hell.
0: I give it a three. I mean, I, I watch a lot of action movies, and I, I wouldn't say that this is visually any better than any of them, and I don't think it's really that average because like even though like we didn't even talk about the rats in this part, but the rats are so I went silly.
1: For, I've talked about the rats plenty. I went four for effort. Okay, fine. There's a lot That's of fair. there's a lot of things that like you remember from this movie. One yeah. of them that you don't remember is how bad the rats look, and there are so many CGI
0: rats. Yeah. They look so, so dumb. Um many of them. There are s- dude, and I love those solid I loved like it. four scenes in a row where they're in the, all the different rooms and stuff. And I'm like, dude, you gotta stop showing these rats. They look dumb. <laughs> yeah.
1: dude, when it falls, when he opens the gar- the the garbage truck and they all kind of fall out, one of them kind of like holds onto the edge. Oh yeah. I, I I like it's like
0: fucking ratatouille no. or something. And it's like having fun. <laughs> He's doing pull-ups. All right, let's move on. Uh, let's talk about originality. So
1: wait, wait, wait. What do we got on that? We got a four, I gave it a three, a three
0: and you guys gave and it a uh, I gave ma- it a five. five for Michelle. Four, five. But she's but I don't simple. Watch,
2: you know, I don't watch she's a lot simple. of action films. She's simple. And I saw it, and I thought, and I said, to, and I said, Gabriel, you got to see this movie. It's pretty fun.
0: I saw it in theaters with you. Okay, um, anyways, well, I went
2: back to the theater and
0: uh, the That's guy. that is a possibility. All right, let's move on to originality. Originality <sighs> is where we talk about how creative the movies were. Do they stand out in their genre? Did they need to be made if they're ma- based off of source material or or other things uh, and they're derivative in some way? Do they uh, stand out on their own? Um, so, I, I actually didn't know until this watch, until looking at the comic books, or, or, or looking at the trivia, that Wanted was based off of um, a comic book. Novels. Which is, yeah. it, like, honestly, w- like, it makes it more fascinating. But listen to this. The graphic novel that inspired the movie is actually about supervillains who took over the world and defeated almost every superhero. The movie took a less fantastic supernatural approach. No shit. And some characters were not <laughs> used, such as... Shithead, a monster made with the feces of 666 of the most evil people (laughs) on earth, including Hitler. That's a bad, a poorly written sentence, but that's
1: 666 of them. Oh, six hundred sixty-six of the most people. evil people on Earth. I also copied and pasted that quote. <laughs> oh,
0: notes. that's funny. Uh, sorry, beat you to it. Uh, but th- honestly, I would have liked if they had added more of that kind of stuff. It, I think it would have been more creative and stand out. You know, the extent Definitely. of the creativity are these weird little things in this movie, like bullets bend and your heart rate could go to four hundred beats per minute, and you heal super quick and wax and like, I guess the concept of like weavers being an assassination guild is pretty stupid and fun. Like maybe that was possible somewhere, but in the past, weavers. I don't think there's, yeah. Weavers. I, yeah. They're weavers. Weavers. Yeah. What those who weave. Yeah. Those who weave. The, <laughs> We're those
1: people are the assassins.
0: No, I, I just, mean, they're not the, assa- they like, I guess they direct the assassins. No,
1: it's but. a guild of weavers. Yeah. then formed a fraternity. Yeah. Okay. Remember yeah. Yeah. Mad, true. The Madlib at the beginning. I just don't, I think that it is – Wanted is like a bunch of decent ideas that in retrospect seem really similar to a lot of other much better things. Yeah. Even if it's a unique idea, like you, you didn't take the most unique parts of the graphic novel and make them into the movie. So there's your first mistake if you really want to get a high score on this podcast that we made.
0: Yeah, hey, so, this is
1: important. Good job, guys. Kazakhstanian director, whatever your name is.
0: I'm not going to try to pronounce it.
1: The other, did either of you get like some really unearned Fight Club vibes from Wanted?
0: You mean the like that you you learn a new thing each time? No, that you have. Oh, like, oh, you're saying like the movie itself? Yeah, no, I th- I felt like it was a lot like that.
1: Yeah, I feel like
0: it's just kind of taking Fight Club, dude. It came out in nineteen ninety nine, nine years. Yeah, oh, okay. Same year as Matrix.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. I One just, uh, I don't ever. know. I get, I, I, I uh, went with my lowest score in this. In this, I almost gave it a two, but I went with a three because I, I do think that visually they, they take some ideas that, at the very least, stuck with people, and so like you could make the the argument that it needed to be made.
0: I mean, there's just but, has um, been so many other sa- assassin movies and like I think it plays chosen one movies and like yeah. carpe diem movies and, and like movies where like a loser be try does
1: something cool, you know, it, and, and it just kind of leans too heavily on what's already been done, but it's kind of a plot and an idea where if you took more risks you might have ended up with something a little bit more special than this.
2: Yeah, I it, totally. What about you, Mom? I think this. I think uh, originality and well, legacy too are the two weakest points of this movie. It wasn't very original. The only, you know, the bending the bullets. There was things that were like, but it was kind of just. A standard loser finds out that he's got special uh, uh, abilities, and yeah. and then it's a double oh seven movie that bends a bullet. So there's it, it's not it's not original. It's entertaining, but it's not original. And I gave it a three.
0: Oh, I I give it a three as well. I, that's a yeah, very same. succinct way of putting that. Um, yeah, let's move on to the Matrix then. Uh, oh, wait,
2: did he have a, Did you score it, Nick?
0: I also gave it a three. Yeah, I, I almost three. went to
1: two, but but I, I just stayed it a
0: three. I don't do feel like that. it needed to be made to a certain degree. I think it is unique in its own way, and it's fun. I just don't think like th- you're not going to get much, as you put it. Like You're yeah. not going to get much. I better. mean,
1: junior year, high school me loved this movie. I was yeah, into it.
0: Same. I I thought it was fun. Or senior um, year. I can't
1: remember which one it was
0: but like now we could talk about the matrix, like one of the most original movies I would say, um, at least when it came out, you know, I, I think this is the best version, like best, um, entertainment version of Plato's allegory of the cave. Like this is, this is my, my favorite. I like, I love the Truman show, but I, I love the way that they explore it in this one. And that's partly why I get those like panic attacks when I watch it. um, <laughs> I also thought this movie was really timely and I think that they purposely released it in 1999 because of Y2K coming up because, you know, both this movie and fight club both explore, you know, the kind of like the demise of human civilization based on like our inventions and stuff. Um, Yeah. But I mean, I I love it. I I love the concept. the, The, the ideas in this are like, you know, even the simple ideas are kind of funny, like or, or kind of just interesting, you know, like, Fucking dumbass humans created all these machines and became dependent on these machines, which we, are, which we are now without even having AI like that. And we created these things that would dominate us, and we also scorched the earth so that they had a way of just, like, having an upper hand on us. And then they figured out, you know, that they could just harvest us instead of the sun. Yeah, we
1: made them solar-powered, and then we were like, what's the only thing we could – oh, we'll just blot out the sun –
0: yeah, well, no, they, yeah. I mean, I I think part of that they were like talking a little bit about global warming. Um, but in a
1: sense, aren't we also solar powered? Isn't yeah. everything solar powered? I mean, everything. We need the sun. Yeah, I think like Agent Smith. <laughs> we need the sun.
0: <laughs> Agent. I, I don't know about me though. I I get burnt <laughs> pretty easily. Something
1: about the way you said that. Where I just say need those things the sometimes.
0: Sun? Um, even Agent Smith or the concept of agents to me are fascinating. Yes. If you just focus the yes. whole movie on Agent Smith, I would be like, "Wow, this movie is so unique in the way that it's written this character." Um, but I do have, this they one, have I these have a com- question. Dude, it's so cool. I have that a means question. that
1: there are the, the the AI has created its own AI to police Yeah, the that can
0: move in and out of every everything. And yeah.
1: those robots hate it.
0: Yeah. Like yeah, they're he, like, when dude, he's like the stink or whatever, and he yeah, like he's like, dude,
1: we got to go into yeah. the damn the matrix sweat. and smell all yeah. those nasty humans. Yeah, <laughs> so annoying. I, I do have a question about Mister Nine to Five. Smith.
0: How the fuck does the meeting, like, how did they set up the meeting between Mister Riggin, like a uh, uh, cipher? And Agent Smith at that restaurant. Like, I don't get the logistics of it, or like why they needed Cipher for that. Like, I, how did they? How does he go into the Matrix and then hang out with Agent Smith? Wouldn't Tank have to be the one to let him in? And then, like, how did he communicate with Smith that he wanted to meet with him? I think
2: that I've actually read this plot that hole. I have to remain yeah. unsolved. It's it's like one of the only plot holes in the movie. that's... a five hour movie. Yeah. If they had. Yeah. And all those kinds of things.
1: I've, I totally have read something about how that's like a big plot hole in the movie. And, and ultimately, in the grand scheme of the movie, just let it go. It yeah, no, right. Cause there's, I, cause there's the no movie, answer. The movie's also really
0: meta. It. The movie questions yeah. itself purposely. You know, like there's that whole monologue that Mouse gives on Tasty Wheat. And that's such an interesting, it's like basically them in a room kind of playing with the concept of the movie. So. I don't know. It's a seven for me. I, um. right.
2: Well, I I thought it was extremely original. I've read it's not totally original if you've read as much science fiction as I have, but it's like a con, the the concepts that they're playing with are are he, they put it together so well? The whole uh, um, what is the meaning of reality thing? in an action movie instead of just about I mean mm. it's a good contrast with Wanted in that it's it's there's Wanted is about nothing it's just a, a shoot 'em up whereas this one is like all this cool stuff is going on you know and and you don't know you know I mean look at it, it's kind of like the Buddha's story you know, it's kind of like he's the one, but it's yeah. also like if you read the novel Siddhartha, it's kind of how does he evolve into a greater being and to, t- to take like standard sci-fi trope and make it into this thought provoking thing and then do such a good job. I mean, they yeah, really did a that, good job with the special effects and with the with the, um, the like we said the acting. Yeah, everything and the, I mean,
1: everything you said, and but then also have the guy who choreographed Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon do all the choreography for the fight oh, scene. That, so oh, cool! Yeah, I yeah. About that. in a movie that has all of those elements that you just summed up, you you also have this incredible choreography for fighting.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just it, it, so the, cool. The scenes where they're like, "Will he be able to jump? Will he jump the first time?" Will he oh, land I love that when they're all time? watching. Oh, yeah. But You see yeah. before that that he has some kind of fear of heights. So that one was a hard one for him to get beyond.
0: I mean, it's not necessarily just having a fear of heights. He's hanging off a fucking building if, like anyone. No one was going to go out there and be like, "Ha, not a big deal. I'm going to go they to the imply, scaffold. Yeah,
2: they, they imply in like, this be, movie.
0: That there were been there have been five neos.
1: He's number Bro. five, and who knows what's happened to the other four? It's implied but Morpheus in this movie, is
2: certain
0: that it's him.
2: Yeah, for
1: good, it's that implied reasons. that there have been other ones, and we don't know what happened to them. But I mean, we don't know if it had to do with the other well, iterations there, of the
0: Matrix. There are reasons for it. They've been watching Neo for a long time. Like the opening of the movie is literally Trinity goes into the. I, this is also a plot hole, but like Trinity goes into the Matrix just to watch Neo. Um, that's what that scene is where she, where the cops find her in that thing. She's searching for Neo and she's like, they've been watching him for a while, so that's why he's certain of it.
2: Well, the, the, and the, the big what plot hole is what's so special about him and that is never revealed. Yeah, it is. Know? At
0: the end, he is the, he, they were well, right. He, went, he is the right, one. But, Everything about it. You no, know, there's even the moment where Cypher says, oh, well, if you actually are the one, then I'm not going to be able to kill you by unplugging you right now. Something's going to stop me. And then Tank gets up and with the gun, he's like, no, this can't be real. I don't believe it. And then Tank's like, believe it or not, you're still going to burn in hell. And then shoots him. And then he does that thing where he goes, Puh afterwards is like
2: my favorite scene um that's your favorite that's your i think it's i think it's hilarious
1: the way he goes the thing that makes him the one is he it's something about his his code when he's in the matrix like they can tell that if he's untethered from the matrix he still has some sort of Ah,
2: connection to it
0: yep and he i they could tell like the way that they were like they find him. He's the best hacker in the world. Like he's essentially yeah. the okay, Ed, but Elliot but Alderson. Tell me, one.
2: what is it that he was making that he sold to the druggies?
0: Uh, uh, viruses and stuff like things, things that would allow people to get access to uh, like confidential information or, or I money. think that what
1: it is, is um, he he's found a way to do what they, you know how they like upload Kung Fu to yeah. him? And he's like, I know Kung Fu. Uh, I think he has found a way in the Matrix to allow other people to have a similar experience to that, where they can,
0: like, upload an experience to their... Oh, it's possible because those guys are druggies. I thought it was, like, um, um, he burnt because he broke... Um, computer laws or whatever, like he would, he gave them an ability. I thought it was because these are like sketch guys that would want to make money. It's like basically like a virus that could go into like a bank so they can like make money. Oh, off of it okay. or something. See, I thought it's so one of they they those two things
2: about mescaline. So I thought, well, that, that guy's just were, a druggie. I think he's, playing, playing. he's I think so he's, I he's found they, a way to, I thought they yeah. were programs that got you high. And got you ever I think that are feeling
0: awesome. when uh, you can't tell if you're uh, still dreaming, he's like, yeah, all the time. It's called mescaline. It's the only way to fly. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great scene. Uh, anyways, let's move on. Uh, wait, that uh, was sevens.
1: Yeah, I don't even want to move on because there's so much I can talk about.
0: I know. Yeah, like, I you know, know. That's the thing. That's yeah. it's just it's incredible.
1: I I uh, I you know I hate exposition.
0: I think this Love movie needs to be at every expository. moment of
1: exposition in this movie. Every I eat that up, dude. Yeah, because yeah, because it's so it's well written e-
0: exposition yes. and. Um, you need it for the story. It's just such a deep movie it's that you rich. can. It, it's really rewarding. What are you doing? Why does it matter? It's rich
1: and, and buttery and well-textured like a good steak. Yeah.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. That is like a juicy like... steak, dude. Um, anyway. Maybe. Uh, let's move on maybe. and Could talk about simulation. the legacy of that steak. Uh, No, let's talk about the legacy of these movies. What was the lasting legacy? How was it received when it came out? Um, How has it been received over time? Um, Since we're talking about, let's talk about the Matrix. Uh, uh, This one's a, I mean, this is a movie that people are going to talk about. As you said, like people talk about the spiritual and philosophical dynamics and concepts in this movie. And I think they always will be talked about. So I think that helps the legacy. Um, It had two sequels. We don't need to talk about them because they're not very good. Uh, there are – they explore some of the concepts, but I think the Wachowski twins just got, like, two in their head about this idea. And then also were given so much money, so they just made these, like, CGI fuckfest fest movies. Um, <laughs> but there's another one coming. I, there's another sequel coming out. I'm very excited for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it got pretty good reviews, but I also think that the reviews are weirdly not as high as I would have expected, especially when this movie came out in 1999. But I think that was an issue. The movies that came out in 1999, like such as fight club is another good example of this is they had this weird after legacy where people cared about them more. They almost became like cult hits. And I don't think they were well received because they were just so revolutionary and different when they came out. So like, it got like a 77 on Metacritic, and that makes me think that at the time, especially in the 90s, there were the critics were old people, and they were like older people who probably just didn't like the movie. They just didn't get it, and they were like, ah, too much action, too much CGI and shit. Like, I don't like this. <laughs> and you know it's gotta use my brain too much but this is a good one where like you see the user score like imdb is like 8.8 that's one of the highest scores on imdb i think it's in the top 250 on there like really high up in the top 250 um personal legacy for me i mean this is a top 20 movie for me this is one of my favorite movies of all time i think it's like my 13th favorite movie like i i i could get specific with that i uh I love this movie. I, I love revisiting it. I love showing it to people. I think if you haven't seen The Matrix, like it's definitely a rite of passage with me. Um, you you the, have
1: to. I mean, yeah. did, did you know that the bullet bending sequence um, where he bends backwards was copied or referenced 20 times in three years? In the first three years? I could see it, that, because it was so, like, by, everyone was By 2002, 20 different major motion films had referenced that scene. Oh,
0: just movies, because I bet TV just shows movies. they did, too. Oh, shit.
1: I think. I think that's what I read. I, I mean, like... You you could pick any part of this movie and it has a lasting legacy.
2: Yeah. I'll tell you the part I'm, that's been really interesting to me is, so I listened to um, this podcast called Conspirituality and it's kind of about like how all these spiritual people are into all these conspiracy theories and and why they're susceptible to it. And, and they talk right about that. It's a, it's a good, it's a good podcast and they talk about the whole red pill blue pill thing and have you taken the red pill and you know the so the whole like QAnon people like you're a sheeple if you don't see the nature of reality and all that you know so even like now with the junk that's happening in our world it, it's still it's still got a legacy i mean look at oh like, yeah it's been oh. imitated so many times they 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 got it right and uh and uh and the visuals are amazing the philo- the philosophy is like the philosophy it it, it it's like you know G- gabriel like is haunted by this kind of You know, what is the nature of reality? It must have gotten a lot of people thinking about what is the nature of reality in a way that they had never thought about it before. You know, that whole thing, have you ever kind of wondered if it's all real or if you're living in a dream? Yeah, it's called mescaline. It's the only way to fly. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, but yes. but, But it is kind of like most people who aren't totally asleep are have that going on. Yeah, I think that's why the audiences liked it. The audiences were that were open to to the whole concept of what is the nature of reality, or or do can we trust what we see, or you know, or this whole thing about you know um, environmental destruction. You know, when when I for I was an environmental studies major when I first was studying about about you know um, uh, the carbon in we didn't know if it would be global cooling or global war- warming and see they kind of like the the twins kind of had their their finger on the pulse of like we don't really know if these these that's really true. Uh, these these robots that were and these conveniences are going to destroy us, you know
0: they and, will. And people keep making AI. We'll see like tweets where it'll be like, "Oh, we're creating these like smart robots or whatever," and and someone's like, "Yeah, because no movie ever told you not to do that or whatever."
1: <laughs> but I it mean, did. it's an obvious it's that an obvious did. seven, but like like if you just think about all of these different things that this movie in 1999 is able to accomplish at this, like at this point it's still relevant. Like the it's, it comes to like, to me, it it comes down almost to like, it, it's the way that it's the way that the Wachowski twins, the, the care that they took to make this movie work in the way that it did the fact that they made every actor read the books that they read that helped them to come up with the the philosophy in the movie and if you didn't read the books you didn't get to be in the movie and if you had a hard time they'd sit down and talk to you about that's the movie i I can't i can't remember the name of the the philosophy book but it's it 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 cameos in the movie it's the it's a book on like neo's nightstand or something oh or like the book that's open when when um Morpheus is in his apartment, or something like that. They 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 really took care in in making sure that everything besides the how did Cipher get in and eat that steak. I
0: seemed. mean, they're just little things. They, that
1: it they made every they the made sure movie. everything yeah. tied together, and and they didn't. And I'm sure that, like I said, I'm sure they had iterations where they leaned too heavily on one thing, or leaned too heavily on one actor, or had more dialogue, but ultimately they landed on this version that doesn't sugarcoat it doesn't over explain anything doesn't handhold the audience doesn't they didn't really handhold the actors they let them do what they wanted to do and it it just works so well like I, I just there are very few movies that that I think work as well with the I mean it's just massive the 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 size of these ideas that they were trying to, to put into one,
2: I, I guess, yeah. trilogy. Even that little kid with the spoon bending. Oh, thing. I always think <laughs> about that, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like like there's just so many details, you know, and, uh, and um, you know, when she says... Don't worry about the vase. And, and it's like, but here, yeah. this is what will really screw with you. It's like, <laughs> if I hadn't said anything, would you have knocked the vase over? You know, there's all those little details like that that, you know, like I've, I've watched it a lot, and for me, probably mo- almost more than any other movie, because you're endlessly entertained by all the ideas and the visuals and and the acting, and it's fun and it's dark it's it's a lot of things
0: yeah no totally um uh totally agree all right what's uh so that's sevens all around let's finish off with wanted uh wanted weirdly was nominated weirdly. for two oscars i did so not weird. know that uh so i weird. mean it was like audio <laughs> stuff but yeah sure i guess the audio is cool uh it also made a fuck ton of money um 342 million off of a 75 million dollar budget Um, not very well received, uh, pretty low. like 6.7 on IMDb and like 64 on Metacritic, which isn't bad. It's fine. It's an average movie and like 71% from critics on Rotten Tomatoes and 69% nice, uh, from audiences on (laughs) Rotten Tomatoes. I don't think this this movie has aged well. (laughs) <laughs> like it was definitely cooler in th- yeah I know uh, it was definitely cooler in theaters and as kind of its value has kind of dropped a little bit but I still rewatch this movie. I think it's like a good like FX channel movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. You
2: yeah, absolutely. It really just... has not aged well. It is so hostile and sexist. It's really grossly sexist. It's disgusting, really. Uh, and uh, oh, because the and, g- women are really naggy
0: bitches <laughs> or something. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Because they're but yeah. oh, way they, the way they treat the women and the way they talk about the women and you know, like the villainess is this uh, the you know, the office boss it's, it's, that has not aged well. And and no, um, and it really hasn't. It has no legacy. <laughs> Nobody imitated this movie. It was just entertaining. Yeah, hey, I they think they're they trying to make a, like, a sequel. It was but, like yeah. uh, it was like eating candy. You know, you get no n- nutrition off of it. So, I, you know, this is <laughs> yes. my low score. I give it a two. Oh shit! Whoa! I actually because two. I didn't
0: think about like how. Yeah, you know, I'll give it a three. I, I see I went four because I was so
1: surprised that it was higher than a fifty percent on everything. I have yeah. seen far better movies that have far worse ratings.
0: Dude, yes.
1: Like I, I I'm sorry. I don't understand how it's a seventy one percent, a sixty-nine percent, a sixty. I could 6. kind of get it at
0: the time because when it came out, it was just like in the, in the yeah. 2000s, like the 2000s were pretty dumb. Well, that's I why I chalk it up to legacy. Like
1: I was like, okay, well it has to have had some sort of lasting impact on people for it to have gotten those types of, yeah, all right, that, I'm that back sort, sort of reception, you, know? you know, like you what, if, I don't know what it is about it. I'm genuinely baffled.
2: Well, you know, for me, I, uh, because I'm a sci-fi geek woman, I watched it but I would think that hardly any women would ever watch that movie. It's in and and over time there'd be less of them that would watch it because it's kind of like there you know it's like okay you can either be this sexy woman who's got like superpowers to bend bullets or you're trash. You know and and so I think that made it really I yeah, I and that's what Aves- I was actually really embarrassed that I took Gabriel to see this movie cuz it's <laughs> disgusting. Uh, I don't think it's like that
0: bad, but I do I get that. And I, and I think that helps like something like the Matrix where you have like two really cool female characters, like Tr- Trinity is incredible and the Oracle is also incredible. Um all right, I mean, I, I gave it a, uh, a four because I, I have to be a little objective. People really do uh, rewatch yeah. this, and it, it is popular. All right, so Nick, do you have the final scores? If not, we got a I can 56, 56 out wanted. of a hundred and five. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Ooh, 56. wanted. No one wants you <laughs> uh, to uh, to one hundred and two. Holy shit, we almost got a perfect score for the Matrix with three people. I don't think that's got to be the best score we've three no, people there was have given. Something else Ex machina, know. maybe it was
1: something else has had. I think 4%. we had a perfect score.
2: I think
0: you did have. Oh, perfect yeah, you know what it was? It was No Country for Old Men and There Will Be Blood. They were both off by, by one point.
1: Were they 103 and 104 or something? Yeah, something like that. No, 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 they were tied. We should probably. Or Hey, should, if you like Microsoft Excel, make us a spreadsheet of all of our Oh, scores. actually, we have a Thanks. cool way of
0: doing it uh, that Blake and Claire created. Anyways, congratulations, Matrix. You are a Excel far file? superior movie to uh, Wanted. We got no accolades because we ran a little long, uh, but we hope that everyone <laughs> has a uh, happy Thanksgiving. A uh, couple recommendations, I guess. Like, I think people, if you haven't seen Minority Report, I think that's like a really good sci-fi for people to watch. Um, I love that movie. Uh, I think I had another one. Um, I like the, there's this movie called The Discovery on Netflix. It's not great, but it's Jason Segel, Robert Redford, and Robert Redford plays a guy who discovers that there's an afterlife. And when he announces that there's an afterlife, half of the world commits suicide. And it's about like, exploring the existential reality of that um that's a really cool movie i i at least if you're getting more into this concept i don't know do you have a recommendation nick um no
1: no not 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 like not exactly in the same vein i could recommend sci-fi movies but not not like this
0: Or like Devs is like a show that kind of gets into some of this a little bit. Yeah, Devs
1: gets into it. If you want like comedy and afterlife and video games, there's a a fun show that you still haven't watched that I am just completely
0: blanking on. Wait, video games?
1: Yeah, kind of. Oh, man.
0: Oh it's well, Killing My, me that my mom's it down. stomach is grumbling, so we gotta get off. Uh what Okay, fine uh, That's that a great way to end the podcast. Next week, I actually don't remember what we're doing. I think we oh, next week we're doing Blade versus Underworld. <laughs> uh, which is gonna be really fun. We're gonna fucking kill some vampires and other monsters and lichens and other monsters. Uh, the movie's called call us, or the show's
1: called Uploads. My bad.
0: Oh, upload. Oh yeah, 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 that's right. Um I like that one. Also, you should watch the movie fun. Upgrade. Yeah, um, that's it It's a cool sci-fi. Uh, anyways, next, uh, or you can follow us on social media as well. Uh, check us out on Instagram, instagram.com slash facingoffpod. Uh, just type in facingoff. You can follow us on Twitter. Hit us up there, uh, twitter.com slash facingoffpod. Uh, or send us emails. Let us know what you thought about the Matrix and all of your existential nightmares that you had. Uh, Facingoffpodcast at gmail.com. Do you guys have a sendoff? Shoot the wings off the flies.
2: Oh, that's a good one.
1: Shoot um, the wings um,
2: off the flies. Yeah. Send off. Have uh, a <laughs> happy Thanksgiving, and I hope you're not one of those pussy. people that's Pussy, pussy, that's Why pussy are they shooting one one our car? Pussy, pussy, pussy. Pussy, 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 pussy. pussy. pussy.